1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnold. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. National champions at long last. Yes, that was a reading from the uh, the book of Jim Fowler. Uh, what Fowler? Chris Fowler. Chris Fowler. And yes. uh, how many metaphors can a guy make <laughs> at the end of a call? <laughs> They're on the top of the mountain. They're on the, the precipice. Of, I was like, well, okay, just just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> big win. It was a big win big for win. Georgia. I yeah. didn't believe in Georgia. I didn't think they could win. I didn't really didn't have any confidence in them, especially after the SEC championship game when Alabama made them look kind of foolish at the end. I can tell you, uh, watching the sports book, that there's a lot of people in, in the desert that didn't have a lot of confidence. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I told you they were like a two-and-a-half-point favorite start of the game. I was watching it during the game, just seeing if there were some live things I could pick up. And at halftime, they were a point-and-a-half underdog. So it stayed even all day long. And it's that's where, you, that's where the money guys are really watching. If you really want to watch what a game's doing, watch it. Watch during the game and watch the spreads, and they're really trying to make some money. And nobody had any idea in that game. It was it was a really well played defensive game mm-hmm. first half anyway. I watched absolutely none of it. Really, <laughs> I just I, I'm not an Alabama or Georgia fan. It didn't have any interest for me. At two SEC teams battling it out once again. Nah, I'm out. You know, um, I, I'll say this about Georgia last night. I I thought Alabama would win. I just you know. Georgia, it's the mindset sometimes. I said it to last night during the game. To, you know, I was like, you know, you watch this Alabama program, and as much as I don't like them, I'm not an SEC fan. I, you know, as everybody knows, I'm a Nebraska fan. But certain programs at times in their history, they just expect things to go the right way. They will things to go the right way. And that's what the way Alabama's been. They seem to make plays when they need to make plays. They just they never seem to panic. They don't, you know, they don't worry you know, I, I thought last night when, when Georgia fumbled late and, and Alabama recovered yep. and, and took the lead that I'm like, okay, here, we go. here it goes. Um, and for that quarterback to take them down the field two straight times after that, and they came out aggressive the next time. I think they caught Alabama a little bit off guard. I think Alabama thought they'd go back to the run game, take the ball out of the quarterback's hands, but instead of doing that, they just came back and he threw it deep. And they marched right down the field and scored and grabbed the lead. And you just saw the momentum flip. You saw a different Georgia team on the field after that. Two points. Herbie made a good one. He, he thought both offenses were playing really conservative. Yes. And which offense can come out? That's to your point. And then the other one that caught my attention, that was early in the game. They were talking about the defense of Georgia and how they were embarrassed the way they played against Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they got tired. One, because they weren't playing full games and what have you. They started, after they got beat by Alabama in the championship, they started doing long runs, conditioning runs, um, two miles, whatever, every morning before before anything else. They went out and they ran to get themselves so they knew they were going to end up playing Alabama in the championship. They wanted to have the endurance, so they did endurance runs, and they've been doing that since that game. So they didn't, tie, they didn't tire out. I mean, that to get kids, and that was just the defensive players. The defensive players said, we gotta, we got to be able to be in condition. So the entire defense took it upon themselves to be in, do an endurance run. That's incredible. 
And that and that is a, a result of them not having to play full games. Yeah. You know, they just weren't in that kind of shape, and they yep. realized it. Kudos to them. Well, kudos to Alabama. Understanding they weren't and run hurry up offense and try to wear them out. They couldn't do it last night, and right. that and that was the biggest thing. So yeah, huge. Yeah, congrats to Georgia. I mean, first time since Herschel Walker in yeah. nineteen eighty. Congrats to Nathan Cones, as much as I hate to say <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I I told him he's going to start putting that on his business cards now. It'll be uh, bold champion or bold uh, challenge champion slash news director. News director coming second. Well, and did you notice he 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 put his you know he he opened the door to tell us about him being the champion before the show started. He couldn't walk in. The head was so big that he couldn't fit through the doorway. So he had to holler it from the. I Trying to figure out how to kick the door and do it, but it's the first to break the door with that big head of his. I did remind him that uh, literally an hour from now, nobody's going to care. Right. Uh, Actually, we don't care about, about the winner. Yeah. It's, it's the loser. Yeah. Who's it's the, the loser? Who finished yeah. up on the bottom yesterday? And uh, by the way, we're also looking up. Uh, we're talking a little sports betting. You were talking about that. Uh, one point. What did I say? One point six billion or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Bet on sports in the state of Iowa. That's just since July when it became when it came in. Yeah, that's a crazy, insane amount. It is, and I know a lot of people that'll have two or three different apps on their phone. I I have them. I only use one, but uh, I use the other one just for reference. But you get different lines, different spreads. I, it amazes me. I've I've tried to bet a little baseball. Baseball is incredibly hard uh, to mm-hmm. bet. There's people that bet, bet that all day yeah. long, and then basketball. I have never had any luck with basketball. There's just too many swings in it. Um, so, and I maybe because I don't pay enough attention, but just the difference. I mean, you can go and bet. You can bet Australian football if you want. I mean, right. it, if you want to bet it, it's there. I know a lot of people were betting betting some teams and things that they didn't even know. They table tennis. I know some guys that bet table tennis. <laughs> I honestly got know people bet table tennis. Six point eight million dollars every day. Wow. That's what that breaks down to. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I have spent, not spent a dime on it. So yeah. for those that are doing it for the entertainment value, kudos. For those that have trouble, please get help. Yeah, because um, there there are. I mean, it's an addictive. It can be very addictive. I was on it all night last night watching it. It's just kind of fun for me to watch. I like to watch how the numbers move and, and think right. think how the how the experts or whatever are changing things. And uh, like I told John, I wait for that stupid number. Somebody will do something stupid, especially in the pros. There's some big swings. I saw I saw a couple of move like 14 points during a game because somebody scored early and. Snag those. So you know. when you're when you're betting sports, you're not looking at a game. You're not thinking it's a sport. You're looking at the numbers. It's more like a poker game. Yeah, like I told you with game. Iowa. If I, I mean, I'm an Iowa fan. I bet I bet the under. So the under was 50 for Iowa. I said, well, our offense is horrible, and our defense doesn't give up many points. I'm going to take the under, and I, I'm cheering against the under. I don't. I want Iowa to win, but I just don't want to win by much. Mm-hmm. Same thing with. I, I've always taken them if they're if they're a dog. Kirk usually tries to figure out how to win those games, and if they're a they have a large um, on the other side of it. I usually go under because he doesn't beat by people by a whole lot. So, yeah, you get your theories and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm I'm not looking at I, you, you know the team. So if I know Pittsburgh has a really good defense and not going to mm-hmm. give up a lot of scores and there's a 60 out there, I'll take that. But I'm usually looking at a number. I'm not looking at a, at a right. team so much. And, and that's kind of separate your heart from it. Right. Yeah, that's what I have a hard time doing because I'm a fan of teams, and that's how right. I grew up watching sports. I can't think of it any other way. Right. Yeah. I try to do it like we like we're announcing. You just kind of separate yourself from yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Then when the game's on, you're 
you're you're cheering. It's really hard when you're cheering if you have the spread and you're cheering for the other team to score a touchdown against <laughs> yeah. your team to get it in. I, yeah. I'll tell you that it's it's very difficult. That's part I of the reason. I but the other side of it too is you're saying that my team's going to win, so I'm happy. You're happy both ways. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it because I wouldn't be able to cheer for anybody to score against the Huskers. So, but by the way, you ask who is down at the bottom. Um, uh, well, let, well, let's start at the top. Let's let's okay. give Nathan his due. Really? Why are you we break your tradition? You usually don't care. <laughs> we already mentioned Nathan because we're saving that. We're, we want that, that person okay. at the bottom Tea. to sweat it out. Oh, okay. Wait right. to hear their name. You okay. Know? So you want me to run through the whole list as well? Yeah. You want let's me let's to run do? through All the right. whole list. Okay. All right. Nathan Cohn's your champion. Craig Rowetter and uh, Nate Wall tied for second place. Um, Mr. Honold over here was in third place. Nicely Tyler, done. Thank yep, you. Thank Tyler you. Bruner, who was in first place going into the night last night, but had Bama finishes up in fourth. Like he should. Uh, Corey McCarville uh, right. jumped from the basement. He'd have been the guy we'd have picked on this morning, but he had Georgia. So he mm-hmm. jumped all the way Welcome up Welcome to there. the club. Yeah, he was tied with uh, Terry Kaspabauer. He had Austin Stolk. Jim Molitor, Brian Case, all next. They were tied with 130 points. Ryan Steinkamp finished with a 125. You had Nick Brinks. Oops. Um, Eric McCullough also with 125. Sorry, I had him out of order here. Nick Brinks, myself, um, with 124. It's Mark Fieldmeyer, uh, and Jeff Storyhan had 115. Um, Isaac Schaefers uh, finished up with a 105. Chris Moore had 100. Um, I'm, I'm waiting to hear my name. That's all. It's, it's, it's let's, coming let's here. Let's put the Jeopardy theme on here. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hawkap at 95 points. Um, John Ryan and Cole Corson at 85 points. There and we can, go. Can anybody there think of whose name we haven't said yet? It's a guy that, Honold, I know you really like to pick on. He's south of us here. Uh, I, I, I haven't heard Mr. Burks' <laughs> name yet. Um, you know, he's... In, in the, didn't he coach like a real prestigious thing here, too? And he's one of those yeah. guys that studies everything. And yeah. 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 So Sean Burks. Burks. You are in the basement, Mr. Burks. Welcome to the club. <laughs> so the, the, uh, the guy who wound up at the Dome. Yes. The only coach that wound up at the Dome this year. And yeah. That's the one, the one yeah. that could tell you every playoff scenario in any high school in any class can't <laughs> can't pick a simple college game. Yeah, and 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 he really struggled. Um, he hey, that, that would be a badge of honor. It's like, hey, I never watched college football. He's but he all, does. All so I'm not talking, getting that. Yeah. He's a college guy <laughs> too. So he, he is. Yeah, we're not he went five that. and nine in the bowl games this year. I mean, he he didn't just finish in last. Yeah. He like you Maybe know his daughter should pick it for him. She would probably do better. Just. Just throw stuff on the wall and get better five and nine for goodness sakes. Well, I think I think as a conference, didn't the the Big Twelve do better than almost everybody else out there? I didn't see any conference standings. I can't remember ahead of time. I, well. Yeah, twelve and ten both did well. Mountain West, I think, or something yeah. like that, was undefeated. Um, I think they were five and zero oh the last time. SEC I looked. struggled other than their top two. They did. Top yeah, three. Yeah, they were like five and seven. If you don't take the yeah, you know the Alabama and Georgia games into account. I did have to kind of laugh. I was watching um, the LSU Kansas State game, um, and while while LSU is getting blown out by the Big Twelve, you know um, Devin Dembinski down there, big SEC guy down down at Coon, but. Um, you know, the announcer goes, well, you know, the SEC's guaranteed one more win with that national championship game. And I'm thinking, yeah, and they're guaranteed another loss, mm-hmm. too. It's a you wash. Know, yeah, yeah it, it's a wash. So your, your record's not going to get any better by winning the national championship. Yes, as I said last week, you have the two best teams in the country. Yeah. But top to bottom, the conference is not as good as what the top makes it look. Yeah, the SEC, you said it was uh, was by overall 
you know, not not great yes. this year. And it there, played, there's a lot it, of mediocre teams there. Yep, and it played out in the bowl games. So, all right. So there it is. Uh, Sean Burks. From Sean Alabama, Burks finishing last. Yes. Nathan, your name will never be heard again. Forget about it. Do we have- Sean Burks will live in infamy. <laughs> Can you go back and put like in here the Hall of Fame of the last placers? We just like have it wrapped around. I'd have to go back through and dig out. We, you we know. can just start and just keep wrapping it around. <laughs> like a go. wallpaper of losers. We the could, Hall of Shame. We Hall of Shame. That, yeah. <laughs> you know, between the, this one and the basketball one that we do, we could we could get a lot of names on there in, in over the history. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I'm not in favor of that. I want to go on record right now because I'm generally <laughs> finishing close to that. So <laughs> I, I don't want my picture up on the wall multiple times. <laughs> Do you, so. you do have your name up for one, didn't you? Did you get one? I, I think I finished dead last in the NCAA one I, I last. Think I, got one, I think you I got one. I think you got one time. That one once, which so. is so weird because that was that was not the year though. At least that you started off in first place <laughs> after the first day. Yeah, the first session, first day champion right here. So yes. I think I did finish close to the bottom that year though. So and it, he still it, proudly displays the it, trophy here in it, the studio. It is still here. It still is. It still is. If anybody wants to come by and tour, you know, it's it's kind of like Elvis in Graceland. You can file people by. And now watch him ooh and ah. That, that being guarded by the Kangi. <laughs> Kangaroo's got her all covered up. So, Blankman, have you recovered from the uh, Dolphins firing your head coach yet? No, not yet. I'm still angry. Mm. That, yeah. one, still, that one's surprising. No, don't understand it at all. Don't think I'll ever figure it out. Unless they come out and say something about, you know, his character or something. No, they were, yeah. what I've heard is the GM and he couldn't get along. I and know. they haven't get along. So you, yeah. you, you take your choice. Who do you want? Evidently, they think the GM's better than the coach. I would argue that, but. Yeah. We hadn't had uh, you know two winning seasons uh, you know in, in a row since like the '90s you know back when Dan Marino was still there and then they fire the coach that's capable of giving that to us. I you know I, I, not going to change my fandom. I'll I'll stay with you know with the Dolphins. But this one this one this one it. it it's got me a little frustrated. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of that Dolphins coach going to the Vikings, which they yeah. fired uh, Zimmer and yeah. and their Spielman. GM Spielman. Yeah. So, and the Bears did the same thing. Right. Yeah. I did see uh, one guy tweeted out last night, and it's just one guy. I don't even know who it was. Had Matt Campbell going to the Vikings? I guarantee that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. there was some guy that tweeted out a thing, and it was all these college coaches taking over all these because he had James Franklin going to Jacksonville. Yeah, and, I'm and like, Jim Harbaugh it, going to the Dolphins. Yeah, and I'm like, there's no way Jacksonville's hiring and another college coach and James Franklin hasn't been great at Penn State. No. He recruits really well, but they it's not like they've been dominant. Mm-hmm. I in you go to the Bears situation and I, I feel for Matt Nagy, but it, it just didn't work. And, right. and Ryan Pace made a lot of bad decisions. I was a little surprised at uh, Fangio at Denver. I thought that was fairly quick, but they've struggled. I was surprised of, I, I I Zimmer struggled the last couple of years at, at yeah. Minnesota, and I think they've made some bad personnel decisions here the last few years. So I can I understand it a little surprising there, but some but of the other ones you can the the on. offense was so inconsistent when they needed it to be good, and the defense was dead last this year. I think thirty first, and that's the worst uh, Zimmer defense yeah. they've ever had. So ever that, that led his, to the undoing right there. It seemed there. like he slipped ever since he had his eye problems. He just wasn't mm-hmm. quite the same coach he was before. Yeah, then, it, it's yeah. It, it, he's a great guy, great coach, oh, I think. Guy. I mean, outstanding is that way. But uh, just just I, maybe wasn't the offensive mind that they needed or maybe, I don't know. Yeah, you look at guys like him and It Fangio. could be a simple change. They bring in a different guy, and all of a sudden that, that roster, which is not that bad, all of a sudden does – a completely opposite 180 and, and wins those games they're supposed to win and not lose them. You know those guys like a Fangio and a Zimmer can go and be a defense coordinator anywhere. Oh, yeah. and they're, they're not going to be out of jobs long. No. Probably one of them probably be on the staff at 
Alabama. He's really good at grabbing those guys. I mean, look what he had yeah. in the booth. I mean, he takes head coaches mm-hmm. to make him assistants, so he doesn't do much. He's yeah. smart. He's same as a smart man. He is. You know, and, and he's a guy that's not afraid. They always say the best CEOs are the ones that go out and hire people that can replace them. You yeah, know, exactly. You, know, you go out and you get the best to do the job. You know, you you always know the coaches that are a little bit concerned about their own ability when they go out and get assistants that aren't real good um, because, you know. It, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because yeah. uh, there's the Gino Oriema, right. the head coach of UConn yep. women's team. Uh, he was talking about that, the assistant coaches. And he goes, I, I ask coaches every once in a while, if you were to take, you know, a two-week vacation, would you think about that? And they're like, oh, no, I, I can't right. be out of touch with my program for that long. He goes, I could take a month-long vacation. My assistants are so good at what they do yep. and they're so empowered I would come back to a better program than when I left it. And yeah. that's what I found interesting, too. They were talking the other day about uh, all the all the Belichick guys yep. that go off. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things he does not allow them to do is is take his assistants. And you look at it, and your, your guy at Miami, he's went through how many different coordinators and what have you because he just you can't find – you can't get those Belichick guys unless they're out of, out of work. And that's – that's one of the things that. It's like you either become a head coach or you're not. You're not guaranteed a coach. He, anymore. he tries but, to get him head coaching jobs, but you're not stealing my assistants. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm not rebuilding. You're rebuilding. So yep. interesting when you think of it that way. There, I yep. think they're all pretty good coaches, but. If you can't get your assistance, that's where the struggle comes. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to take a break here. We're gonna talk about Carroll High picking up a huge win over Boone, first ever Boone uh, yeah, actually Ballard. Ballard. Yep, uh, first win over them in wrestling. We'll talk about that in the second half of the show. Uh, but again, uh, our show, of course, is also brought to you by Carroll Lumber and uh, Kitchen Remodels. You guys been through those, right? Yeah, Hunter, I know you have. I have been through those. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be a long time coming again. But was uh, it a do-it-yourselfer, or did you need the help? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, those kitchen. Remodels. You need the help and the expertise of uh, people who know what they're doing. Let the pros at Carol Lumber help you take your kitchen to the next level. And of course, different options for cabinets, for flooring, and everything in between. Nothing adds value to your home like redoing your kitchen. And of course, Carol Lumber. They have all the computer programs to help you do that to make it part of your dream home. Carol Lumber locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Carol, and Odebolt. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. This is KCIM Sports Rewind from the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studios. You'd rather be here. I would rather be there. I bet you would. <laughs> yeah. I have fun over there. With what? So, he, so he says I mean, he doesn't have fun here is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I don't I'm not a big I'm not a big one arm bandit fan. Um, to me that's like fishing without a without a depth finder and you don't know if there's any fish down there. I yeah, just do we? I'm, Everybody's got their favorite parts. Yeah, I can't sit there and do it. I'll play a little blackjack. I'll play a little. I mm-hmm. I enjoy. It's kind of like State Fair. I like, I like people watch over there too. Yeah. Okay. I think we covered that. Fun, category. fun, yeah. fun, fun place. Let me let me let me. Do I have the crickets sound effect here anywhere? <laughs> I mean, I, I think we need that one on that. So there we go. Yeah. Did I get right. a penalty flag? I haven't had a penalty flag in a while. <laughs> Let's talk wrestling. Carol High picking up a big wow. win over Ballard the other day. That was a first ever win. Ballard uh, maybe isn't quite the program they were a few years ago, but they're still Ballard. Yeah, and, and to get the first win in the in the in the history of the school, you could tell what it meant to the guys. You knew 
going into it what it was going to mean to the guys that you know I was down there last Thursday and Carol was wrestling North Polk and they had Ballard coming up after that and and you know they were literally going over and the basketball boys and girls were there and and the parents were there and and they were going over and talking to the basketball boys and girls and the parents about hey this is what we need from you during that Ballard match the coaches were the wrestlers were not that they weren't focused on beating North Polk and they did end up winning that one as well but you knew that the Ballard one meant something to them um, and they were able to go out and get it got up 30 to nothing and they had to hold on after that as as Ballard mm-hmm. as you anticipated made a charge at him and and you know Carroll gives up 18 points in in, in forfeits uh, from open weight classes but Ballard gave up 12. Um, you know, so they only really gained at six points on them there, you know, but, uh, um, you know, great job by them guys. They went out, they picked up the wins when they needed to, uh, Draylen Schweitzer, uh, clinched it with a, with a win by decision. So, um, you know, really happy for those guys, really happy uh, for coach Noggle. I had to kind of joke with him on Saturday morning on the coaches show. I said, you just looked exhausted sitting on the chair. I went over to talk with him after the uh, match was over and, you could just see the years of frustration and the years of relief, mm-hmm. you know, coming out of him. Mm. Uh, it, it was just that that complete physical. I, I I don't know if he could move. I think it was just I'm just I just have to sit here and kind of let myself kind of rest for a second type of a situation. It's one of those where the the the, the attention they put into the wrestling program, the youth program, yep. and the new wrestling facility up at Carroll High. We've all been yep. at Carroll High School Gym where they were just wrestling behind the bleachers up top for years and years and yes. years. Yep. Uh, that's where they had to wrestle at. And now they've got a little more investment into it. And you start to see that paying off. Yeah, absolutely. And they're really good from the lower weight classes up to about 160, 170. That's where they hit those those open weight classes. So hopefully they'll be able to get something figured out, you know, as the season goes on. But, uh, you know, they've got some really good guys, you know, they've got parents bought in. Um, it's about the program and about building a program. And, and they've they've done a really, really nice job. They have been uh, doing very well in the duels and the meets up on the weekends yeah. as well. So kudos to them. Yeah, yeah. had a really nice uh, run up at, uh, I know they finished 11th as a team up at the Ames tournament over the weekend, but uh, that one's loaded. They had some individuals that finished extremely well up there. So, um, yeah, really like the direction of, of what where this program is headed. I, I like, depending on, again, you're, you're talking about sectionals and districts or whatever. They're actually just districts for them, but I like Actually, they're team. down to 2A, so they have sectionals oh, and districts. Oh, they're down, so they're yep. good. I like where this team is at, and, uh, you know, I, I the two the two teams right now that look really good are, are, are South Central and Carroll as a team. Yep. You know, you got a lot of individuals, but, I, you know, I – I like our chances. I've been blocking off of my my spot in February for the Des Moines Des Moines run. Yeah. So I I like the chances of having multiple multiple kids down there this year. Yeah. And speaking of South Central Calhoun, uh, tip your cap and congratulations, uh, Kevin King and and, and Blake McAllister, uh, both picking up career victory number one fifty as part of the Coon Rapids Bear Tournament on Saturday. Got a chance to go down there and and watch those guys wrestle and and. Uh, you know, uh, McAllister ranked number one right now at 170, um, made it to the championship match last year and, and ended up losing to a young man from Don Bosco who's now wrestling up at 182. But um, Blake right now is about as impressive of an athlete as you're going to find, um, you know, the way he's dominating people. So is he, his, is he his, better his, than his brother now? Is it, have we gone that far he, yet? No, no. Well, I, I, if they had to wrestle today, we'd have to find out. But um no, I, you know, Chase is going to, I asked Chase um, if Blake had a chance to catch him in wins. 
Blake has to go undefeated the rest of the way yeah, and tough. win the state championship to get um, to get enough matches to be able to catch Chase. Nobody's going to catch Ryland Richardson. No. He's way out in front of everybody for career wins. But the thing that impresses me about Blake right now is just how quickly he's getting out there and getting things done. Out of his last six matches, he's got six wins by fall. The longest match is a minute and 18. Wow. So he's all three of his wins on Saturday down at the Coon Tournament came in under a minute. Um, he is just going out and taking care of business and getting it done. And you know every... he's doing the conditioning on the backside. That's yep. the thing. He's, he's just not yep. wasting energy on the mat. Yeah. yeah. You don't come out there and just out physically, kid. You have a game plan and you execute yes. that. Absolutely. Yeah. So really, really impressive. Kemper had a really nice run as well really Saturday down at the Tri Center tournament. Uh, you know, they're wrestling well. Um, got several guys that are, are, are putting together really good seasons, both of the Parkus boys. Um, Cal Laniger, uh, of course, at 220. Um, you know, he's he's wrestling really well and ranked right now and yep. took home first place down at Tri Center over the weekend. So um, congratulations to those guys and, and, and all of the area wrestling teams. And just for the wrestlers, um, been having a lot of conversations with wrestling people the last couple of years. Um, with our all rewind stuff that we do, we're going to do an all rewind wrestling team this year. Ooh. So it'll be our first Ooh. year we're going to debut that. And I have finally figured out. I've talked to a bunch of wrestlers, wrestling coaches, was trying to figure out how we can incorporate the wrestling kids into our basketball mm-hmm. all star festivities. It's no longer just going to be a basketball all star festivity. So let me let me explain that to people so that they're not mad saying that I'm just bringing the wrestling kids into the basketball. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have a dodgeball tournament for the wrestlers. All right. So the wrestlers are going to play dodgeball um, as as part of the all star festivities that day. So. I- you know, they used to have us come in to basketball with uh, with the blocking dummies. Yeah. You could let the wrestlers be blocking dummies and let the basketball guys try to score. Yeah. <clears throat> that was always fun. Yeah, we don't want anybody getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I had enough conversation. Some wrestlers told me, yeah, I'd play at a basketball all-star game against the other wrestlers. Wrestling rules. And then other ones said, yeah, no, don't put me near a basketball. I don't want anything to do with having a basketball. Oh, well, you so, put, yeah. if you need to play wrestler's so, rules unless somebody's yeah, getting no, carted no, out. It, 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 it didn't matter. Some of the wrestlers wow. were like, would not even you come. you do the challenge. Wouldn't come if, they, if, if, if we had them doing any kind of basketball basketball stuff. So we found something um, and stuff that we'll do with the wrestlers. We'll give them the opportunity to do a dodgeball tournament. And it costs some money if they hit us with a ball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You also have some basketball notes you wanted to hit on before we get to a special event coming up on February 5th. Yeah. um, Peyton Shardan right now going through some health issues with uh, COVID stuff over there right now. Um, They they missed every game last week. The girls game last night had to be canceled. They were able to get the boys game in. Um, so hopefully we do have them against Coon Rapids Baird later on this week. So hopefully everything will clear up for them, um, and they'll be able to get some games in by the end of the week. They're scheduled to play tonight and Thursday and Friday, so hopefully they'll get those games in. Uh, Coon Rapids Baird boys playing really well right now, um, starting to kind of round into shape, um, starting to shoot the ball a little bit better. Um, defensively, you know, they're always going to be really, really good. Did I like Meyer the way find they're that, playing right now. Did the blind squirrel find a nut down there? He did, oh, yeah, wow, absolutely. Good. Tanner Oswald's been outstanding. Lance Clayberg, Gabe Obert, both playing extremely well. And Obert has really come on, it seems like, here in the last week or week and a half as he's maybe gotten a little healthier from the, the football injury. Audubon girls playing well right now. Aliyah Hermanson and J.C. Christensen. Audrey Jensen having some big games for them as well as they found a third score at times. Uh, Carol boys look like they've righted the ship coming out of the break. They're playing much better here um, since the uh, you know the Christmas break ended. ESAC girls have now won a couple in a row, played really, really well uh, against uh, Kemper the other night. Uh, Caitlin, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Saggart had a big game for them. 
Uh, Meredith Brown, Carly Fisher, Mary Bontrager just continue to go out and play mm-hmm. well for them. Um, Kemper Boys playing better, took a tough loss last night, double overtime to an 8-2 and two Des Moines Christian team that's ranked. Um, had a chance up three in regulation with six seconds left, but gave up three free throws after a foul on a three-point uh, shot that tied the game mm, up. Uh, and then, That's tough. Yeah, and then got up in the first overtime, uh, but only scored one point in the second overtime after it got tied. But um, DJ Vanami stepped up late in that first overtime to get a bucket and a free throw with 12 seconds left to, to tie the game and send it to a, a second overtime. And then we can't forget about talking about the South Central Calhoun teams. The boys right now, fantastic. Um, absolutely great. Um, their starting five is probably as good a starting five as we've had for a while. Uh, Tyler Leitner, Eli Wheelock, Gavin Bata, um, Joe Clark. Joe Clark does everything for him and kind of is under the radar because he doesn't always score. But, man, what a big part of that team he is. And then Josh Dietrich, Joshua Dietrich, uh, having a great year. That team's scary good. Antonio Sanders gives him some nice play off the bench. So does Ethan Myers. Really like the way this team can score. They defend. There's not a lot of weaknesses in that team sitting undefeated right now. Uh, they'll have some big matches coming up uh, later on this season for them, including one tonight against Humboldt. Uh, and then the South Central Calhoun girls also. I know they had a tough loss at an undefeated Storm Lake St. Mary's team last week, but um, when they share the ball, um, when they get out and run, um, th- there's a lot of potential there. Defensively, they're solid. Um, you know, when they have good nights offensively, they're good enough to play with a lot of teams. They'll finish probably somewhere in that top two, three, or four uh, mm-hmm. of, of the conference, I would guess. Right now, you got to figure that New Alphonse is still the favorite, followed by Storm Lake St. Mary's probably in second. I think East, I think South Central's got a really good shot at being that third-place team out of the Twin Lakes. Now, you mentioned Carroll High coming out of the break much better. Yes. What's the change? Um, Any idea? Have you been talking to the coach at all? Yeah, I have. I talked with Randy last week, of course, and, and uh, saw him against Boone. They're shooting the ball a little bit better. I think defensively they've gotten a little better. Um, you know, that's the one thing that I think. Looks like at their times, communications maybe a little yeah, better on defense. Yeah, um, and stuff. That's the one thing that I think I even mentioned it to Randy uh, either last Friday during the post game or last Tuesday during the post game, I should say, or Saturday on the coaches show. One of the two. I'm like, you know, his teams have always been known as really good defensive teams, and they were struggling at times defensively mm-hmm. this year. Um, and uh, so he, he talked a little bit about that, and they kind of worked on that a little bit. So, um, you know, and I think part of it, too, is, you know, Caden Cook had gotten injured during football, was trying to rounding back into shape, you know, and stuff. They, they lost some of their inside guys. Evan Hammer's just a sophomore, and, you know, he's kind of an undersized post guy, and he's starting to play really well. I think guys just starting to kind of get more comfortable with the roles and, and what they need to do and how they need to go about doing it. Yeah, so. that's funny. You said the kind of defense was slumping a little bit. In other words, that's that's unusual yeah. to say because that just doesn't seem yeah. like it should happen. And it's not like they were playing bad defense, no. just not the same kind of defense that crisp. they had. Yes, Interesting to watch them because typically Randy Beeson's teams come out well-schooled early in the year and just right. kind of dominate. And then everybody else seems to catch up. I don't think he gets any worse. I think that this year it feels like it's the other way. They came out a little slow in their building. So maybe this is a secret. Maybe he's got to run here at the end because they do look good. I'm kind of yeah. anxious to go watch tonight. Biggest thing will be consistency for them. Um, I know even with their win on Friday night, Tuesday night they gave two real good quarters and a win over a Boone team. Friday night they played three quarters, uh, still had a bad quarter in there. Um, so it, it's that consistency. It's the thing that Randy's still pushing for. Get that. Got to play four good quarters. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to beat everybody playing 
two quarters or three quarters really good and then have kind of a, even if it's a four-minute spell in a quarter, you, you yeah. can't have those type of things. Now, video tonight also with the AD and McCarroll High game, right? Absolutely, yep. Travis Brinks will be up there running the camera for me. Um, so uh, looking forward to that. Um, so that should be a lot I of fun. I won't be on the air, so you, everybody nope. can listen. Absolutely. So um, one thing I want to mention as well with Carroll High, uh, Bill Badley um, dropped off some information Um Coming up Saturday, February 5th, they're going to be hosting Dennis and Schleswig in, a, in regular high school games, but um, they're calling on former players. Um, they're having a varsity Tiger basketball reunion. Uh, you can go to the Carroll Community School District website and register for the event. It is posted on the website, and the form is there for you. You get a T-shirt size listed and also put your name for the introductions. Uh, also, for the first 200 registered, there's a guaranteed special Tiger basketball gift. Um, so what they're going to do is, is they're going to like have the gym open. They're going to have some stuff in like the commons area where people can get together early in the day and kind of hang out and spend some time. If you want to have your kids come up with you, they're well, going to have the gym open. I think they're going to go over to Adams. Yeah, go back and, to old Adams and school. stuff. They're going to be able to allow you to be able to play some basketball in the gym. And, right. and to have your even if you want your young kids to go out and get some chances to get some shots up and, and have some fun. So gym and everything will open at 1030. They'll have a shoot hoops if you want. Noon, they'll do a tiger walk and have remarks from all of the former Tigers. Uh, and then, of course, at about 4 o'clock, the L, the girls' varsity game will start. And then the Tiger introductions are going to introduce all of the players that are back in between the girls' and boys' games that night. So that kind is of a, a very yeah. cool event, something Absolutely. I have not seen around the area before. No, haven't either. So thanks to Bill Badley and everybody that's helping him put that together. And again, that's February 5th. Yep, a Saturday. On a Saturday yep. at Carroll High. So, all right, that is KCIM Sports Rewind for this week. Once again, if you're an athlete of any age and you want to improve your performance, just talk to the great folks at St. Anthony Regional Hospital and the Sports Performance Program. They'll give it to you in an eight-week program that'll, of course, add power and strength to your performance. 794-5241. Be your best preseason, in-season, or off-season. Catch a podcast of Rewind coming up here in minutes on the Facebook and website. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to 